Welcome everybody to Mr. Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Tankard. And I'm your co-host, Edward Gates. Episode 2 of Mr. Beauty IQ. If you can believe it, a lot of people doubted we even make it to this episode. I know, I know. Um, I know I did. As always, I'm your host, Edward Gates. And I am your host as well, Matthew Tankard. The co-host. I'm a casual video editor at Adore Beauty. And I am the podcast editor at Adore Beauty. So, Matthew, um, people get this podcast every Wednesday. Yep. Correct. But, you know, a little bit of a um, backstory. Behind the scenes here... We're recording this podcast prior to the first episode even being released. Yeah, we want to have two under our belt just so we're not scrambling. It's an interesting situation to those listening because usually we'd reflect on the week that was and, you know, how people responded to our first episode. But because at the time of us speaking right now, it actually hasn't been released. We can't really give much context to that. So what I thought we could do, Matt, is we do two different introductions to this episode because it's going to go one of two ways. The first episode is going to come out and we're either going to be, you know, the top dogs, everyone wants a piece, uh-huh. or, you know, the more likely scenario will be, hated. Will be quite viciously hated yeah. um, and thrown to the dogs. So I think we should do, we should prepare for both Yep. and we'll do two different um, reactions. Have two alternative openings? Yep. Okay. okay. Which one do you want to do first? I reckon we do the one where everything's going our way okay, and people yep. actually have responded well to the first episode. All right. So let's get to it in three. Two, one. Hello, Hello, everyone. Matthew, great to see you again. So good seeing you. What a week it's been. Oh, how good is it to be back in front of the microphone doing what we know the people love? Evidently where we belong. Yeah, yeah, that's what they've been saying and that's what Joe said as well. I think it's really great the reaction we've got. We can't thank you guys enough for writing in all the kind words you said. And, you know, initially this podcast was only supposed to go for four weeks, but, you know, now because it's going so well, I think we're going to get renewed for a couple more episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's so great to hear. Um, We can't thank you guys enough for it and you know i really do think this there is a finally a light at the end of the tunnel for you and me things Matthew. aren't all bad for us yeah. yeah because they were for a while I but yeah, because of everyone's positive response to this podcast yes it's just you know things are really looking up and yeah. i couldn't be more it's excited to be doing this podcast so blessed okay that's okay, good cool. so, right, that, so is, that was yeah. that's one alternative way this could go so now let's do probably unfortunately matthew the more likely scenario of uh the first episode not being well received and okay yeah. ready three Two, one. Matthew, hello. Hello, Edward. We are um, back. I'm glad you've showed up today. I was highly not considering it, but yep. we've got uh, three more episodes to do, well, we, including this one. That we have to do. Yep, and then um, that'll be it for And us. I think um, you said you wanted to apologise. Yeah, I did. Um, obviously, a lot of people have been messaging in saying that what I was saying in the first episode was inappropriate, that calling me every name under the sun. Yeah. And you know what? I deserve it. Yep. Um, I think uh, we also need to extend an apology to Joe and Hannah. They've yep. given us their Wednesday slot. They, uh, with faith in us. With faith, yep. Um, and it hasn't been repaid well. Um, people have come after you and me. They found a lot of, oh, I don't know how to put this lightly, after they were so offended by listening to us speak and listening to our first episode, they've actually found a lot of incriminating photos of you and I yep. from uh, many years ago, um, which are now circulating the internet. And I say good. Um, that's all we deserve after giving such a... Let's be honest, piss week uh, first episode. Well, it's about keeping yourself accountable. So I'm glad that's out there as well. What I'm not glad about is that we have to give all these products back that we've been sent. Yeah. and the, the We thi- were given a um, a Dyson supersonic hairdryer. I'm yeah. not sure if you yeah. listeners have checked the price tag on that one lately. It's about $550. And the thing is, they just said if it's out of the box, which they told us to take it out, yeah. um, it, it can't be returned. We have to, so we, we have, have to buy, buy a new one. So we're, we're down 550 and that's at least because we've been sending And all the other products, products are half yeah. used. So yeah, exactly. So I mean, I filled well. a few them with like water and stuff to make him sound full but yep. they're gonna know no that's not true no no we we give him 
They wouldn't do that to us. Joe wouldn't do that to us. All right, great. So that's the two alternatives. Yeah. Matt, why don't you go through what's on the agenda for today's episode? Yeah. So you and I are talking to Dr. Ryan DeCruz from Southern Dermatology. Um, We're going to be running through what a basic skincare routine is and the types of products we should be utilizing, particularly in Australia, because that intense UV. So just what we should be doing in our daily regimen to protect us from that. And of course, we're going to be talking about the products we didn't know we needed. Um, But I did want to quickly talk about the routine you and I are doing, which is a little bit more high tech because we saw Sam from Advanced Skin Technology last week um, and we've got some additional products on top of a basic skincare routine to tackle the different concerns you and i have Um, so we've got a few products from aspect Uh, the first one is a super pd complex so that is the plant-based enzymes if i recall correctly edward a plant-based enzyme supercharges uv protection which is something you and i both need because that intense damage we both have Um, and also to add a vitamin c which is like a, um, she said it was an antioxidant that protects you from free radicals, which I'm pretty sure is just like the things in the environment that impact your skin, like the negative things in the environment. So it, it creates like a good barrier between you and the environment. And if we're getting these things wrong that we're saying, let us know. Sure. But also, Eddie, you had a vitamin B. Yeah. So I have, um, for my AM and PM routine, I've got the vitamin B in there as well. So it's called Aspect Extreme B17. And that was because you had normal skin. I had combo. So I'm a mix between having normal skin, but also oily skin on the T-zone for those unfamiliar to what the heck is a T-zone as um, I'm sure, you know, quite a few of you are. Um, I remember I found out what a T-zone was in uh, episode four of Glee when Kurt talks about uh, a moisturizing routine with Finn. He says, your T-zone's dry. And Finn's like, what are you talking about? And he um, points to the the line where your nose goes down and then above the eyebrows. I digress. So yeah, we're pretty much just doing that on top of a basic skincare routine, uh, which we'll be going into later with Dr. Ryan DeCruz. Now, Matthew, I'm going to start by rightfully reprimanding you. Um, okay. We are the guinea pigs to a lot of listeners here, especially the men that are thinking, all right, we're going to get out. We're going to put ourselves out there, get into skincare, which we're so happy about. We've got Matt and Eddie leading the charge here, but we have to be transparent. We have to be honest about what we're doing as well. I live with you. Yep. Yep. We're best friends. Yeah. You'd say that. Yeah. Care about each other more than life itself. What did I do? Matthew, a man who's been sent all these products. So we've got our whole routines now. We've got our AM skincare routine and our PM skincare routine. I don't know what century you're living in, Matthew, but last time I checked in Australian Eastern Standard Times, AM is... 12 a.m. to 11.59 a.m., okay? The common denominator there is the a.m. Yet you've been doing your a.m. routine sometimes at 2 p.m., sometimes at 3 p.m. No, you can't be doing that. I get up every morning. I get up at 7 a.m. I do 1,000 sit-ups and 1,000 push-ups. Then I'll do my skin routine A in the a.m. <laughs> then when I go to bed, I'll brush my teeth, do 100 chin-ups and 100 push-ups, and then I'll do my skincare routine. So considerably routine. less than you do in the morning. I'm tired. And then I'll do my PM routine. You, however, are just going, oh, maybe I'll do my AM routine now. Maybe I'll do my PM routine now. I'm putting you on the spot here, mate. And I'm only doing it because I love you. But I'm not having it. Well, I, I don't expect... Who do you think you're talking to? You and I are people just beginning our skincare routine. Yeah, and we've got all so these why great... Are you hold, why are you holding me to such because a Because we've got all standard? this great product. We've got, I'd say at least... Yeah, but it's not easy I, to... I'd rem- say at least 3 million listeners. And they're all yeah. waiting to wanting to know that you're doing your skincare routine I properly. I think... Um, 
a lot of listeners would probably be on my side about this as if they're new to skincare as well, because I think a lot of normal people would struggle to remember to do it every single morning at the same time. At least I'm doing it though. At least I, when I remember, I'm doing it. You shouldn't you be repenting me. And you, you, know what? Co- no, you know what? Well, what about you the other day washing okay. off your moisturizer? Oh, okay. Now you're playing this game. All right. So you've got the true Matt Tankard here, everybody. He's coming at me. I'm just trying to have a civil conversation. He starts bringing up everything I've done wrong. Yes, I'll admit it. And I was going to bring this up. This was in my notes. Okay. Yeah. I'd had a big day. Some things had gone wrong for me. I put myself out there on a Tinder date. I went down to Princess Park. I think it was a setup from the word go because um, her account said, you can find me at this link. And um, chat with me. Uh, I started speaking to her. Um, she said, do you want to meet up? I said, of course. And she said, I said, you know, we're obviously in lockdown. I suggested we go to Princess Park. So was she giving you like specific answers to what you were saying to her or were they really broad? What did she say back to you when you said you want to go to Princess Park? She said, um, we should meet up later. Um, okay. Here is my details. Um, and she wanted me to enter my credit card details I think it was. It must have been to get her an Uber for her to be able to get to Princess Park. So obviously I paid for that, and I get to Princess Park, and this was. It was actually quite interesting, Matthew, because I um, the lady herself, uh, Renette, I believe her name was Renette Xavier. She actually wasn't at Princess Renette Park. Renette Xavier. I did a few laps. Uh, so first I just walked around once because I thought maybe we'll miss each other. I started messaging her. She wasn't responding, and I started running around Princess Park and. I was just in Were you in your running gear? No, or? no, unfortunately not. But I was, I was scared I was going to lose her. So I was in my jeans um, and a Rip Curl t-shirt and sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. And I actually forgot my mask. So I found a... I went to one of the Princess Park toilets and I got about six rows of toilet paper and wrapped that around <laughs> the lower half of my face to protect myself. Any and moment I, when you're running around in like this outfit, did you check your bank account at all? At no, no, that's where, well, that's where the story gets quite interesting, Matthew, because, yeah. okay, so I wasn't able to see Renette and... I get a call and I say, okay, fantastic, it's Renette. And it's actually the Commonwealth Bank. And the story gets a bit bit, bit scary here. And they say, oh, excuse me, are you Mr. Gates? And I'm like, oh, I certainly am. And they say, oh, we've noticed suspicious activity on your card. And I say, oh, okay, um, what's, what's the go? And $10,000 had been deducted out of my savings account, which is – so obviously I – knew that this was probably Renette behind it and I knew she, this was obviously a mistake. So I just you said worked to, that out. Yeah. yeah, so I just said to Commonwealth Bank, look, you know, it's a mistake. I gave my credit cards to someone to be able to get an Uber to go on a date with me. Uh, I'm sure this will be, all be sorted out and I hung up. Then I was a bit flustered so I came back to the house and I did my skincare routine and yeah, okay, I cleansed and then I moisturized and I washed my moisturizer off because I thought it was a cleanser and I immediately said the F word out loud, as you recall. But yeah, okay, I do make mistakes. Okay, fine. So we both make mistakes. But that story isn't even real, the one that you just said. Well, uh, well, no, it's not real per se, you know, but if you ask me, did it happen? No, it didn't. Okay. But if you ask me, was I having a stressful day? Mm. Yes, I was, which is why the, you know, the whole incident happened where I washed off the moisturizer. So I think we should just best, best part now, Matthew, would be to move on. Yep. Okay, great. We're coming up with a new little segment. Uh, well, it's a, probably a one-off segment. We'll see what you guys think. It's called Matt and Eddie's Time Machine. Now... I know you guys listen to us speak and you think, wow, these guys are pretty cool, 25 years old, they're hosting the Adore Beauty men's podcast, they're on top of the world. Well, let me tell you, my friends, it wasn't always this way. Back in high school, back in those teenage years, they were trying times. And I think had we known about skincare earlier, maybe some of those troubles, those trials, those tribulations we went through could have been avoided. I'm someone, as as you remember, um, you know, to those listening, Matt and I are on our 10-year anniversary of being best friends this year, which is I'm absolutely stoked about. 
Um, but uh, you may recall during high school, I got acne quite a bit and I had a very greasy face. And my one solution to this was always just every time I went past a drinking tap or something at school, I'd wash my face with it because I knew a little bit. I knew that cold water would be better than hot water for the face, which I guess was correct. But, oh, my God, there was so much more I could have been doing to effectively handling having greasy kind of skin at that age yeah. and acne. You know, had I just had a basic cleanse, moisturize, I guess even SPF routine, just something in there at that time, it could have really helped me out a lot then because I was really only washing the face here and there, use a little bit of Clearasil pimple cream, hope for the best. But, yeah, that's where I kind of feel that the mistakes I made in the past. I've made a lot of mistakes, but that's a big one that I think of Yeah. Um, in regards to my oily skin as a teenager and what yeah. I could have done differently. What you could have done, yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't feel like it wasn't your fault for not trying. I felt like you were pretty interested in it yeah. when you were younger. it was definitely an insecurity of mine. I just, yeah. I just didn't have the guidance. Yeah, for sure. What about you, big fella? Well, I mean, I don't feel like I had too many like... You always had quite nice skin. Yeah, but I feel like I got burnt all the time as a kid and I think that... That's not because I never wore sunscreen. I feel like I did wear sunscreen. If I knew I was going to be out for the whole day or if it was going to be hot, I, I would have worn sunscreen at least once that day. But I just feel like I never knew that I had to reapply. Yeah, that's a big one. People think of just once a day is just set and forget they're done. Yeah. No, I no, think, no. I mean, you and I got our skin scanned last week oh, and boy. we had hectically bad <laughs> UV damage. Yeah. I feel like it would probably still be bad based on like the habits of like not doing it every day, but it would be considerably less if I knew that I had to reapply. Answer me this, my little friend. You um, went for one of your morning walks this morning. Um, yeah. And you didn't put sunscreen on at all. And that was about 8 o'clock you did no. that? It was 8 o'clock? It was like 7.45. Okay, 15 minutes. But, but no. During the walk, 8 o'clock would have passed over. Would you agree? Would you agree? Was it, or was it less <laughs> yeah, than 15 yeah, minutes yeah, to walk? Yeah, okay. Yeah, by the time I got home, it was after 8. Yep, gotcha. But before 8.30. But it was a cloudy day. Oh, it was for rain- f- no, sake. It was raining. Let's call Joe, seriously. No, it was raining. Bro, bro we're it- trying to convince listen, him if the host okay, Eddie, of a bloody Eddie, men's skincare... No, let me finish. Let no, me finish. Let fi- me finish. If the host of a men's skincare podcast, where we've specifically been told by experts to reapply every yeah. day, even in winter, uh-huh. isn't putting on sunscreen, what's, what's your backing to that when a dermatologist says to do it? I'm what not- do you know? Oh, you've got 10 seconds. Before I really just come at you, go. I'm not saying that's the right thing. To, if it's 7.45 in the morning and it's cold and rainy, if you have to wear sunscreen for that. It probably is if you're going to get James Vivian in here, if you're going to get Dr. Ryan DeCruz or Sam from Advanced Skin Technology. They would probably say, look, it's better to wear it at 7.30 in the morning, 7.45. But just check me out. I'm being honest in documenting the journey yeah. Of where we were to where we're going. And you keep talking to me as if we've been in the game for years. Okay, okay. Can I now can I come back at that? Yeah. You've literally right, I get where you're coming from. Bro, we're I, beginning. I'm listen, saying listen. I made a mistake. <laughs> Alright, that's all I need to know. Then. I feel like that's the main thing we're gonna be talking about this whole podcast. That's like the main thing you and I are learning. Yeah, really. yeah. Like yeah. if I've taken anything away from this podcast, yeah. it's just that the importance of sunscreen and UV protection. Actually, this is a good point. You know what? Now, fellas, fellas, you know, I want everyone to take your knee right now. Okay, <laughs> listen up. The days of having a sunscreen that's thick and pasty and hurts your eyes and leaves your face looking pale, they're over. They're Boys, they're done. They're the dog done. days are over. Yep. You take it, you put it in the car, grab a second one, tie it around your belt or something or, you know, whatever you kids do nowadays, set and forget for two hours and then put it back on. Yeah. 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 All right, let's talk to Ryan. (laughs) 
So today we're speaking with Dr. Ryan DeCruz. He's a specialist dermatologist and founder of Southern Dermatology in Murrumbina. Thanks so much for joining us today, Ryan. Thanks so much for having me. Um, so the other week, Eddie and I, we got a skin scan. I think it was called a Vizier scan. And we were operating under the impression that we had zero issues with our skin because we couldn't see any obvious concerns uh, at an eye level. But what we found out is that Eddie and I are both we have more UV damage than 90% of the population, it said, like of like people our age, um, which might be because we're in Australia, I think. But do you think that the same would go for a lot of men, particularly young men, if they can't cosmetically see any issues with their skin and skincare isn't necessarily always, you know, traditionally marketed towards them, that they don't care to take care of their skin until their problems become a lot more apparent? Yeah, so look, it's a really good point. I mean, the first thing is we live we live in Australia, so we're uh, naturally a very outdoorsy population. We love our sport. Uh, so I think the first thing to say is, yeah, as a nation, we actually receive much more UV damage and UV radiation than many other countries around the world. So what I don't think we realise is that from a very young age, we're being exposed to the sun's beneficial effects, but also its its harmful effects in the form of UV radiation. And a lot of that damage isn't seen. We, we have no clue that we are sun-damaged individuals until we sort of hit our 40s, 50s and 60s, and that's when the, the sort of cracks have been, uh, begin to appear, so to speak. So I think what you're, what you're saying is, is 100% right. Like You have no clue really what's going on at a cellular level until you start to run into problems. And that's where I think people probably should be aware that, you know, there are some simple things we can do now to, to protect our skin from, from sun damage. Okay, so what are the essential steps that we should be taking to maintain skin health? Yes, yeah, so it's, a, it's a good question. It's quite a broad question. I think when someone asks me, well, what should I actually be using on my skin day to day? I think there's probably only three basic skincare products that we should all have in our bathrooms. And the first of these is a very basic cleanser just to wash our face, just like you'd wash your body in the shower, um, a basic moisturizer and sunscreen. I think those three ingredients are really, to me, should form part of the average Australian male's, I guess, skincare regimen. And I think sunscreen is something that you'll hear a lot of dermatologists talk about because we know how useful it is from a young age to not only fight against uh, skin cancer development when we're older, but also the visible signs of aging. So, you know, everyone wants to look their best and, and look young and fresh. So that's actually something, a, a really cheap skincare product that you can use uh, to, to keep looking good, I guess. Yeah. Now, Ryan, let me ask you this. Okay, so I'm chatting to my friends at the discotheque or the footy club and you know, I'm trying to convince them into skincare. Sunscreen? Yep, I reckon I could convince them. Moisturizer? Maybe any, but yeah, okay, we'll do it. Cleanser? That's always the one that I reckon people are going to get hung up on. Tell me, what's the difference between using a cleanser and just washing your face with water? A, a cleanser, the reason I believe that it's it's sort of should be part of, of everyone's uh, re- daily regimen is that there are many things that we are exposed to on a daily basis that probably shouldn't be on our skin or is less ideal to be on our skin. So we can start off simply by dust and dust particles and house dust mite, which lives on all of our bedding and our you know pillows and pillowcases, which we know can stir inflammation. We've got environmental pollutants, which we're exposed to every single day we, we step out of the house, we're going to get some sort of uh, pollution depositing on our skin, and these are microparticles. Uh, we've also got bacteria, viruses, fungi, and yeast that all can accumulate on our skin, which probably shouldn't be there. So some might argue that the skin is like a self-cleaning kind of uh, tool, and that's true to an extent, 
but I don't think I think in in 2021 in a you know a metropolitan city I think the idea is that having a gentle cleanser in the shower is probably a good idea. Um, and this is the other thing is like you don't have to have this 10 step regimen. It doesn't need to be you know you stepping out of the shower then spending 10 minutes washing your face and then another five minutes putting on a moisturizer. I personally cleanse in the shower. There's no reason why it has to be separated out. And it's much like I use I use a cleanser to wash my body in the shower. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what about this then? So. The basic skincare routine is cleanse, moisturize, SPF. Um, Eddie and I have been doing that. But for the sake of the podcast, we're trying a, a bunch of things. We're trying retinols and yeah, everything. we've got like a 10-step routine. Yeah, yeah. And we're, <laughs> we've literally just begun. And do you think that if we're jumping straight into something like that, are we going to have issues with that? Like, is it likely that we're going to have some kind of reaction? <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. I think particularly in 2020, um, the skincare industry and both for females and what's targeted at mouse, it's gone absolutely crazy, right? So there's now all of these different ingredients we've never, ever heard of. We're being told that we need to use. They're using, you know, images and footage of really good-looking guys in, in, in kind of their short shorts or towels trying to make us think that this is what we need to look like. And if we use these products, you know, that that's the, the girls will love us more. And, and the reality is, is that a lot of it's hype. Uh, a lot of it is just totally based on no scientific evidence. And, and I, I kind of say, people less is more when it comes to skincare and i think that um a lot of this is 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 out there just to dry you you know to 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 dry you um your wallets really or to 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 empty them and so look i think having a basic skincare regimen is a good idea the other thing i sort of say is, as a dermatologist is that you, if your skin is unhappy if you've got genetic reasons why your skin's not functioning properly if you've got eczema, psoriasis, acne, uh, rosacea, or whatever, you know, your skincare problems, well, then, yeah, we, we may recommend you using particular skincare for, for X, Y, or Z reason. But for the average Australian male who's, you know, healthy and doesn't have any particular skin issues, keeping it simple is the key. Obviously, everyone has, like, their own unique experience with their skin, but are there any broad differences between male skincare and female skincare, or is it all pretty much the same thing? Good question. Look, I think as a broad stroke, men, by virtue of the fact that we have higher levels of androgens, which are male sex hormones, our, our oil glands tend to be a bit more active than a female's, right? So in terms of having slightly higher oil levels in our skin, having potentially worse acne, we, we tend to actually produce more oil. And as a result of that, we don't often find males relying on moisturizers as much as females do. And that's just, again, a broad stroke um, principle. So I think that, you know, in terms of moisturizers and then using cleansers, there might be subtle differences. So males may err on the side of having oilier skin or what we call combination skin, and therefore may choose a a cleanser that's slightly drying or or slightly uh, more keratolytic, whereas females may need to use something that's a little bit more hydrating. So again, it's a generalization because there are certainly plenty of males out there with very dry skin uh, who suffer from eczema psoriasis, but that's kind of one of the main differences that we see. Right, right. And Ryan, a bit of a left field one here um i'm just curious i like many people listening love a hot shower sometimes a cold one but also really like a hot one to relax i have heard in my time that a moisturizer is even more important after a hot shower can you explain a little bit more about that yeah it's a good question i think and it's it's almost a little bit ironic that actually if you expose our body to hot water we're actually going to dry it out more. It seems a little bit counterintuitive. You, you might think, well, I've just had water applied to my skin. It's hot. It's going to go into my skin. The problem is, is that after a hot shower, we actually tend to dehydrate our skin 
more because our so-called pores are open. We're actually going to sweat off a little bit more of our natural skin hydration. So hot showers tend to leave our skin drier. And certainly, obviously, we're in Melbourne, Australia, which we're actually one of the driest you know, cities in Australia. We tend to find that Melburnians, Victorians tend to have drier skin because of this tendency towards cooler weather and our need to feel like having a hot shower because, you know, they feel amazing. Of course, who, who doesn't like a hot shower? There are very few people who don't. But the problem is, yeah, unfortunately, it does dry out our skin. And when we have dry skin, we just open the window to a whole lot of dry skin related problems. Uh, we were going to ask you uh, about your personal skincare routine, but maybe there can be two questions in this one. So we understand that the basic routine yeah, is cleanse, moisturizer, SPF. Do you have any personal recommendations uh, for each of those steps? Look, again, it, it, I think it comes down to, to what your skin needs and, and what your budget is as well and what you actually like to use. I think one of the things that I'm, I'm very keen to avoid is making people feel like they need to be dropping hundreds of dollars on expensive skincare. We, we need to use basic skincare products. I've got a couple of different brands that I personally use because I like them and I trust their ingredients. For example, my my cleanser is uh, actually an Effaclar cleanser by a brand called uh, La Roche-Posay. And that's because I have slightly oilier skin. So I like to actually cleanse off that excess oil and grime. That's what I do for 20 seconds in the shower. And then I use the same brand, actually sunscreen, uh, which is called Anthelios XL. So it's just a really light SPF 50 plus because again, I don't want anything too thick, too greasy. And then for my moisturizer, I'll, I'll actually alternate. I really like the CeraVe cream, which is just, you know, really quite hydrating. But I also, I'll use a little bit of Lipica by La Roche as well. So, I, you know, I play around with it. The only thing I will do at night is I'll either use a little bit of a hyaluronic serum if I'm feeling a little bit drier of an evening, or I'll, I'll use a light retinol, which I'll sort of alternate three to four times per week. And I've been noticing in the morning when I do my routine, I have like this greasy, oily uh, impression left on my face from the products um, for a few hours, which I'm not really into. Does that mean that I'm using too many products or maybe not the right products for my skin type? Well, I think when you're not used to moisturizing and you go from not using anything to using, say, a a cream-based moisturizer, you probably will notice a slight sheen. There's probably, there are a number of moisturizers on the market for exactly this reason. So you can choose something that you like, but equally, it's potentially just an issue of using too much. So a a little bit of moisturizer actually goes a long way. I don't like looking greasy or shiny for for a couple of hours. So I make sure I only use a small amount and it's, you know, I, I tend to have sort of mattifying products so I think like the CeraVe cream, for example, is, is pretty mattifying. But I, I think it's a bit of personal preference, but, but also maybe just your skin getting used to the products that you're now applying to it. Right. Okay. Um, well, mate, I appreciate all the information today. I know it's probably gone in one of Matt's ears and out the other, but me, I've taken a lot of this on board with me. Um, <laughs> yeah. now how do our listeners uh, get in touch with you? Socials, phone numbers, um, they want to get their skin looked at, they want to find out what their skin type is maybe. How do they get in touch? I work at a clinic in, in Murrumbina, so I'm just next to Chadston. My clinic is called Southern Dermatology. We're also on, on the internet, so just southern-dermatology.com.au and you can look us up on Instagram uh, as well. So we're, we're really open to, to having patients give us a call. We've got some really great nurses who can, you can sit down with. You don't necessarily have to sit down with a doctor to work out sort of what sort of skin you have and what you should or shouldn't be using. We've got some fantastic 
cosmetic nurses who who are really educated and just all over this stuff much even more than more than myself so it's about just kind of figuring out whether you even need to see uh, a, a specialist and i think the reality is that a lot of people can can you get by with just seeing a um, you know a, an educated dermatology nurse getting an idea of what sort of skin type they have and having good recommendations but certainly if you've got any skin problems that's that's where you need to see someone someone like myself well we really appreciate this ryan thanks so much we might need to see you in person if we go a bit too crazy on this routine and we do do some chemical burning so. <laughs> yeah we're kind of martyrs in that way ryan yeah. we're willing to put on anything on our face for the uh, beginners listening yeah. to uh, realize what they should and shouldn't do so uh yeah stay tuned for a phone call from both of us great thanks so much ryan thank you and thanks for taking for the team thanks boys see you later So the product I didn't know I needed is called the Patrick's EB1 Eye Balm. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Eye Balm. Did Apple release a lip balm? I don't think think anyone's thinking that. No, so it's it's just a balm for under your eyes. Thank you. And um, pretty much why I wanted this is I have like these dark rings, like puffiness under the eyes. Mm. And... As we discussed with Dr. Ryan DeCruz, I really don't want anything that's going to be leaving like a greasy or oily impression on my face. Yeah. So rather than finding another eye cream to put on top of my moisturizer, I find it way better just to use this thing because it, it's not a cream. It's literally an, it's a balm. Yeah. So it's like... Well, it kind of looks like a little bit of a lipstick. Yeah, Imagine what yeah. a lipstick looks like. That's yeah. kind of it. Yeah, exactly. So it does the same thing. It like rejuvenates and hydrates that skin just under your eye, but... Um, it leaves it like absorbs into the skin like immediately and leaves like no greasy impressions and Eddie you said I've so I've been using this for the last couple of days you complimented me the other day I did I did uh, normally when you get out of your bedroom every morning around 11am you look like you know a wicked witch of the west but this time you've been looking like Dorothy <laughs> yeah so it's vegan it says here it's got Persian silk tree extract to target eye puffiness um, it's got peptides it says it's got 5g will inconvenience the yeah the uh, uh, conspiracy theorists yeah so, okay uh, that could mean five grams though but yeah that's my product i didn't know i needed like it's just a perfect thing to add on top of that basic skincare routine because in my research for this i found that the um the skin around your eyes is a lot thinner and just like different to the rest of your face so if you're like me and you want to target that specifically um yeah you can use this eye balm or you can use an eye cream if that works with your skin but yeah that's the product i didn't know i needed eddie what's yours Yes, so today I have gone with the Lab Series Rescue Water Gel Cleanser. So this is a cleanser, guys. So in your routine, this would be what you put on very first and then wash off before you get into your moisturizers and your SPFs and stuff. I really like this one, Matt, because I just keep it in the shower. I like to think of it in the sense that, you know, you wash your body with body wash, correct? Yeah, Yeah, sure. I mean, I do. I don't know about you. So why would you not wash your face with a face wash? And that's essentially what I like to think of a cleanser as. So for anyone out there who really needs a nice cleanser, honestly, it doesn't take much time at all. Get out of the shower, put your moisturizer on, boom, you're ready for the day after you've put on your SPF as well. In terms of the uh, nitty-gritty, it's enriched with vitamin 3 and oat amino acids to help maintain the skin's moisture barrier. It's sulfate-free, and it has also got a very mild formula that still effectively cleanses the face of dirt, oil, and pollutants. So Lab Series Gel Cleanser, it's a yes from me. Maybe we can put a um, Mark Holden touchdown sound. Yeah, you'll look into that. Thanks. Cheers. Uh, wonderful. That concludes our second episode. Two episodes already, Eddie. That uh, goes pretty quick, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the line it is drawn, the curse it is cast, the slow one now will later be fast.
Yeah, and I do want to I do want to um, put the call out as well for everyone to find the Adore Beauty page on Instagram and send a DM about any questions you might mm. have about skincare, male skincare, anything you want. Um, we'll be going through them all in one of these episodes, I'm sure. But um, that's great that you found a cleanser that you like, Eddie. You look like you've been feeling pretty happy with yourself lately. Yeah, physically, absolutely. I think I'm probably I haven't been this handsome. I reckon since comparatively when I was 16, I was, I was really a, a good looking young guy and there were some obviously difficult years after that, but right now physically feel great. I'll say this, Matt, um, the other day I felt internally not that great. Oh yeah. I've noticed that Joe has been, um, if I'm being honest, not taking as many as my calls as we wanted. Um, yeah. I was going to see, obviously we had the whole issue with, um, you know, for those listening interstate, we're in Melbourne right now, so we are in lockdown. That's put my plans to go to see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child with Joanna and Hannah on hold. Yep. I suggested we do a virtual movie night. So basically I'll send them both a um, $100 Uber Eats voucher and then we'll all get on a Zoom call and watch maybe The Philosopher's Stone at the same time. Hannah, I can say, has taken the Uber Eats voucher and said tentative to the event I made for the three of us on um, Facebook. Joe took the Uber Eats voucher but hasn't viewed the event yet on Facebook. Am I invited to this? Uh, were you on the event? No. Well, there's your answer. <laughs> and I, Actually, Joe hasn't been answering my calls lately, but I know for a fact that she has to approve this episode, so I'm sorry, Matt, we'll have to leave this in. Maybe it can come out in editing. Joe, can you please let me know if you can make the Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone viewing next Tuesday? Because if not, well, you've taken the Uber Eats voucher now, so there's nothing I can do there, but I, I might need a, yeah, just, just let me know. You are you happy to make that the outro? What? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's wrap up there. All right, great. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, well, that was a fun one, Matt. It was really good. Don't forget to subscribe to the Beauty IQ Uncensored stream, leave a review and tell your friends, and let us know any questions you have about men's skincare. 